everybody. Welcome back to Zillennial Big Sis. I'm Emma, your ZBS, your favorite Zillennial. I would hope I was your favorite Zillennial. I mean, you probably have others, but that's okay. I took a bit of a hiatus a couple weeks ago. I got mono after going on a date, which made me really tired during the month of February. And then I got in my sad girl era and I got in a pretty big funk. I will say as I'm laying in my bed recording this episode, which I'm usually walking around my room, I instill in this funk. So today's episode is going to be getting real about getting out of your funk and just being in it in general, because this is something that I not only have been feeling so deeply for a while, but I mean, I talked to my therapist about it. It's really affected so many parts of my life. So I just want to be real with you right now, like just get some big sister advice and talk about something that I think we've all gone through. I go to therapy every other week, so twice a month, and It's been something that's really been beneficial for my life in a lot of ways. I went to my first therapy session. Ironically enough, I believe like two weeks or a week after my breakup last year. And it's so funny because obviously I didn't know I was going to have a breakup. So I didn't know that. But it's like, you know, the world's timing is great. And I've been, you know, working through different things and different issues and therapy and like emotions and mindfulness. And it's been really helpful. But one of the biggest things that I talk about in therapy is mindfulness and how negative thoughts tend to just like stick in your brain like Velcro. My therapist likes to say negative thoughts stick in your brain like Velcro and positive things bounce off like rubber, like a rubber ball. And when you're in those time periods where things are a little bit dark, where your emotions feel very unstable and maybe you're struggling, then it is so much easier for those negative things to just like stick, 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 which just perpetuates your spiral and perpetuates that feeling of darkness and that feeling of emptiness and that, oh my gosh, nothing is going right. The world is going to end like all of these different feelings that we have when we're going through these funks. I'm going to call them funks in this episode because I have not, well, I only go to a therapist, so I've never been to a psychiatrist, so I don't have like a formal diagnosis, but my therapist does throw the word depressed around a few times here and there. Um, but I like, I don't have like a formal diagnosis, diagnosis, diagnosis of depression. So I'm just going to call it a funk in this. It, could be and is something that she has referred to as a depressive episode, but just in general, you know, I'm just going to call it a funk. So when we are in these funks, it can feel like there is just like nothing you're holding on to. Just to explain (laughs) the past like couple months and of my life, first things first, I don't even know. I think it was like October, me and my boyfriend at the time, we go on a trip. And we end up breaking up on our trip. It was for my birthday and our one year anniversary. It was mutual breakup, you know, yada, yada. You guys have heard this at this point. Well, then right when I got back from my trip, I had to put like over $2,000 in my car because my brake pads were like gone and my tires were messed up. And then in my business, I lost not one, not two, not three, not four, but all of my clients. I am a social media manager, freelancer, but I guess right now I actually am not. And that's been that's been something that's been like really weird to kind of be like, oh, 
you don't have any social media clients right now. And for the past months, I've been trying my best to like get things rolling. I tried to launch out my coaching program in the literal day I was going to launch my coaching program. The day I spent in the doctor's office in the ER or like little walk up area because I found out I had mono and I had woke up that morning and my tonsil was huge. Literally the lady at the minute clinic, cause that's where I went first said, you absolutely have strep. And then she got a negative test and was like, Oh, you absolutely like, it could be this, 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 and this. And like, you can't, we don't have anything to test you here anymore. So like you need to go to like the ER or somewhere quickly because it could be an abscess. It could be an STD. It could be literally anything. And it was mono. So like out of my options, mono was definitely the best option to have. But if you've never had mono, it makes you really tired and the symptoms last for like a month. And then in that, like just in my life, it just felt like I kept taking like hit after hit after hit. And when you're in like those moments combined with just this fact that like it's it's unexplainable, you just sit there and you're like having a good time. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh, am I, I'm not really actually having a good time right now. I'm sad right now, which is weird. And when you try to go to sleep at night, you're like, okay, I'm getting a little restless. I need to sleep because I need sleep and then you can't sleep. And then it's just all of these different things. And I've been really, I've been going through it recently, but also at the same time in therapy, me and my therapist, we talk about the fact that like mindfulness is being aware of certain situations and it's being aware that yes, I've been applying to a lot of jobs and for a lot of positions and I haven't gotten a single one. And I can take that as something super personal or I can just be realistic. I just wasn't the right fit for that position. They had a different candidate in mind and that's fine. It's important to let yourself feel sadness and like acknowledge sadness and, you know, the depth of emotions that we have. But it's also just important to like say, hey, it's there. I see you. I hear you but not let it like completely take the reins, not let your sadness or your funk or whatever you're going through completely uproot everything that you're doing in your life. And for the past couple of months, what I've been really struggling with is I will go to work at my front desk job at cycle bar. I will wake up at like 5am, but because I couldn't fall asleep the night before, I really only got like four hours of sleep. And then I will leave my shift in the morning and come back and fall asleep again, which is fine in theory. But then I wake up at like 11 a.m. and then I feel really defeated because I feel like, oh, my gosh, I've slept away so much of my day. And I'm not giving myself any credit for actually have working like been working in the morning. It's more so, oh, my gosh, it's not a socially acceptable time. So I just give up and I do nothing, which is not good. If you're listening to anything that I just said and I'm talking about, then I hope this episode gives you a little bit of peace. And I just want to start off by saying, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. If you are having these feelings of like dark thoughts and you're going through a funk or a depressive episode or something like that, please contact a professional because I am not one. I'm just here to give my best advice. And the best things that I've learned to share with you but I understand that everybody's going through different paths 
everybody has different challenges. So please do not use this as medical advice, but more as just the big sister advice. My therapist showed me this really fun video during one of my sessions. And it was called Radio Doom and Gloom, I believe. And the video had different illustrations and it was a a nice video. So I'm sitting in my session and the whole concept of this video is that your negative thoughts are like a radio. And when you have radios playing in the background, you have music on. We've all had it done. Maybe we're working on a project or we're cleaning or we're doing something. When you are focused on something else instead, you acknowledge that the music is there. It's not turning off. It's still in the background, but you're focusing on the other task. The music just kind of fades away in the background. And that's how negative thoughts can be. And that's how she explained it to me. When you're having these moments of darkness and frustration and sadness, it's important to remember that like those feelings are going to be there. And this is where I get get really stuck. And I'm going to touch on in a little bit later, I'm going to touch on the self-improvement spiral that you can go on, but I get really stuck there at the fact like I want to be so positive. I want to be, you know, I don't want to just not be sad or not be upset or angry or have negative feelings. I want to be in the positive. So instead of just like letting myself feel, being aware that I feel that way, And moving forward into a more neutral space, I try to just swing up as much as possible. I create so much emotional turmoil for myself when I do this because what happens when you swing really high up, you have to come back down. And if you're swinging super high up from a low place, your fall is going to be a lot more dramatic. So I will go from in literally 10 minute span of time, I will go from I need to quit my business this is failing. I'm not making any money and I'm a failure and I suck and I'm awful and I could never do this to, I'm going to make a million dollars. I just know I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have so many clients. I'm going to do it this way. And it's going to be this, that, and the other. And I am going like way, way, way high to try to combat a low. So if you're in that moment, You know, instead of trying to fix the negativity or turn off the radio, just let the radio play in the background. Acknowledge that the music is there. Acknowledge that those thoughts are there. See how you feel. Where are you feeling it? Are you feeling it maybe in your gut? Are you feeling it in your chest? Where in your body are you feeling it? Where in your mind are you feeling it? And acknowledge those feelings, but then just start doing something else. Just... Put your mind to one task. And this task doesn't have to be big. It can be something like brushing your teeth. And honestly, some days brushing your teeth is like the hardest fucking thing you'll do because it's a hard day. And that's okay. And we can have hard days. But just instead of trying to fix that negativity all the time, if we just acknowledge that it's there and then move forward, we're going to cause a lot less like turmoil for ourselves. And be able to like actually get things done. In this same session, I was talking to her after this and I was like, I just have no motivation. Like I wake up in the morning and then the thing that I want to do is go back to sleep. Like I have no motivation. And she said something very insightful to me that I've never even thought about, (laughs) even though like I probably should have, but like, I've never thought about this and I, maybe I have, but like when she said it to me, I said, damn, that's true. 
she said, you cannot wait for motivation because life doesn't happen only when you're motivated. <laughs> Ooh, let that sink in a little bit. Let that sink in. Dr. Camille, you killed it with that one. You do not, you can like, you cannot, or you do not wait for motivation because life doesn't happen when you're motivated. This has a profound thought to me. And I literally think I might like write it out on a poster or something and hang it in my room because it's so true. The world is constantly moving. People are going to their jobs. People are living their lives. And at the end of the day, they're going with or without us. The train is moving. You either get on or you get run over. When she said this, it's like when people wait for motivation and she asked me the question, like when you wait for motivation, do you get a ton done? And then you like have a lull period. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So she literally pulls up, by the way, I love her visual aids. And I know that some people it's like not her style, like not their style, but like finding a therapist that you really like, vibe with in that way is really important. And like, I love her visual aids. So then she said, can I email you a picture? And I was like, yeah, sure. And it was a picture of two people in two letters. One letter had like really short steps, but a lot of them. And then the other letter had really like, tall spaces in between the steps and the person was still at the bottom and she was like small steps that's what you just need to do just do small steps I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself uh duh that sounds obvious like do small steps and it's funny because like the obvious answer of what to do to get started is always the hardest thing because yeah small steps it seems easy Things like making my bed. I made it a really big priority recently. Like I'm making my bed. And if I don't make my bed in the morning, that's like really hard for me. Uh, it's brushing my teeth. It's wearing my mouth guard at night. It is making sure that the dishes are done. It's checking my emails. It's these small things that really add up at the end of the day. And if you are having these feelings, again, you're in your funk. Don't wait for motivation to come acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge your sadness and try to do something and write it down. Keep a notebook, keep a tracker of it. I worked with her and we talked about how I want to make a daily schedule for myself. Like when I mean daily schedule, I mean a essentially like I'm going to make my life a game in a way where I'm going to like put, brush my teeth, wash my hair, make my bed you know, make lunch, like put all of these things like every single day, including work, life, everything. So I can just click it off and I can be like, oh my gosh, I got so much stuff done today and I can feel a lot more accomplished. I know for some people that maybe, maybe starting with a list or a checklist might make them overwhelmed. So maybe write down after you do something every day, but like give yourself credit for the small things that you're doing and then just keep doing them. This has been like the hardest thing that I've had to deal with is not waiting for motivation and just getting shit done. We can allow ourselves to have our emotions and have our feelings and not have to suppress them and not have to completely like address them in a way of like, oh, I have to fix this right now and still get shit done. And I think that's like the hardest thing to realize when you're just laying there in bed and you're like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, I don't want to do a lot of things either. But like, it's going to be best for all of us if we just get up and do something. Even if that's literally checking emails from your phone. 
even if that is brushing your hair that day, like getting up and doing something is so important because when we start to do those little things, it's going to make such a big difference. And yes, I'm giving this advice to you guys, but I'm also giving advice that I'm taking myself. I'm working on this every day and I know it's so hard and some days are good and some days are bad, but I just have to keep going because I'm not aiming for perfection. Life isn't perfect. If life was perfect, I wouldn't be in this funk in the first place. This brings me to the last part of this, which is the perfectionism. The idea of I have to be a self-care baddie. I have to have my life figured out. I've done so many episodes about being in your 20s and like being confusing and hard. So add on top of it, feeling like very real emotions. Man, that's difficult. It's really freaking hard. And we see all the time on TikTok and on social media, get ready with me, my morning routine, 5 a.m., 4 a.m. day. I start my day by ice rolling my face, drinking water, doing my 10-step skincare routine, and then I pick out my perfectly matching set. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, And sometimes it makes me feel like shit, quite frankly, that like I don't have my life together. But also at the same time, like you create so much more anxiety when you sit there and you're like, I have to make this work. I have to have this self-care. I have to do this. Like it's putting in your brain, like this little seed that, Oh, you're not successful in another way because you didn't ice roll your face today. You are not successful because you didn't get every single thing on your to-do list done today. You are not successful. And it's just putting these negative thoughts into your brain. It's a trap. Self-care is great and I'm all for it. I'm all for being an it girl or whatever era you're in or whatever aesthetic you have and being whatever you are. But what I'm not for is this pressure that it comes with it. It creates this unnecessary anxiety. So what? You didn't make an Instagrammable dinner. So what your outfit's not very great today and your slick back bun makes you look like an Amish man. Like, so what? It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, when you're having these feelings and you're just trying to get out of this place of a funk, making yourself feel bad because you don't live an aesthetic life and because your life doesn't compare to these other people is just making things worse. It's just making things more difficult. And if you find yourself feeling those things, you need to say not interested to those videos on TikTok. Say unfollow for the time being of those people. You need to really protect your peace and do the best you can because there's a difference between something being inspirational and aspirational and something just making you feel like crap. And we have the power with social media. That's the crazy thing. I think a lot of people give social media a lot of power, but like the user does have a lot of power. There's not interested buttons on TikTok. We can choose to unfollow. We can choose to block. We can choose to limit what we have, what we view and what we see to better protect ourselves and to create a better environment for ourselves. Because quite frankly, sometimes looking at social media and seeing how perfect everything else looks makes us feel even worse about ourselves. I think it's funny Inside Out is a kid's movie. It's literally a movie for children. But that movie explains the complexity of emotions 
to children about, hey, you can be happy and sad. It's okay to have emotions. Like, it's okay to have these feelings. And feelings are going to feel big and they're going to feel real. And you're controlled by little tiny little humans in your brain. Well, why is it that as children, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. You can have happiness and sadness at the same time. Sadness is always in her brain. So is anger and disgust. They're always in her brain. But so is happiness. And I think, like, if we remember that lesson and we remember the fact that, like, sadness and happiness and anger and fear and disgust and all of these different things, all these different emotions that we have can coexist in our brain, it feels a lot less overwhelming. It feels like there's a lot less pressure to constantly be waking up in a chipper mood with a big smile on our faces and just ready to get the day started. It's okay if we wake up and we have a day and we're just fucking pissed or we're just sad or we're just honestly not feeling good at all. It's okay. But I hope sharing some of this advice that was given to me um, I'm going to be sending you guys Venmo requests, by the way, because pretty much that covered like three ther- therapy sessions I had. And that was about like $500 worth of therapy. But anyways, I hope just remembering the advice of you can have negativity in the background. You can have it in your thoughts. You can have it in your feelings, but you just have to keep trudging forward. And it's those small steps that make a difference. It's the small consistent steps that make a difference. It's not those big steps because you can't wait till these feelings pass because quite frankly, sometimes it takes a really long time for them to pass. And if we wait, we do not know how far we could have gotten if we just kept moving forward. And then just give yourself grace because the process is going to be tiring. It's going to suck. But eventually you're going to look back and say, wow, I'm so proud of myself because I did all of this. I got myself out of this place of negativity and hurt and frustration and I built something for myself and I did something for myself consistently. And I just want to remind you, if you're having these feelings and the feelings start to translate to self-harm or trigger warning, suicidal thoughts, please seek professional help. It is so important. Your life is so much more important and Literally, our brains don't make it easy for us. Our brains just really don't. So treat yourself with kindness and grace. And if you keep finding yourself in this position, please seek professional help in a guidance counselor and a therapist and a psychiatrist in a trusted friend. I just want you to know that I love you guys. Your listening means so much to me. And every day that you have a hard day, Like when you wake up, just remember you got through that. I hate the phrase because it's so cliche, but sometimes cliches are cliches because they're true, but you've survived every hard day you've had so far, every single one of them. And you can do this. I believe in you. It's going to suck, but you can do it. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.